0: One of the things i love about this show in the five years we've gained a mythology we did what we have yeah you gained a mythology i'm a myth you, we're both myths stuff like uh, the fact that yeah, you want yeah. to see why you would be a myth uh, the it, fact it, that it, like there it, are people who refer to who the beautiful one now yeah who yeah. talk about how you can love your characters but you can't yeah. love your characters we all feel better in the dark. we all feel better
1: we all feel better in the dark. We all feel, we better. All feel, in better. We all feel better in the dark. In the dark. In the dark. In the dark. I'm going to drop this one time for your mind right now. Tommy D on the mic, best listen up now. Better in the dark is taking place right now. But this ain't a normal show, this is .5 now. Yeah, I said it, show's a little shorter. But they give you content in a timely order. So, take note to everything they mentioning. Better in the dark, .5, get the listening. Hyphen, what it is right now. Time is what it is right now. Derek, what it is right now. Better in the dark, what it is right now. <laughs> and until we get back in touch with you...
0: Go watch that movie! Right, Devin? Go watch yeah. that movie! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know by the theme song, what's just happened. What just happened? Life happened to us. As it always Even happened. though we don't know what kind of life has happened to us, <laughs> because, of course, we don't see into the future. We don't have a TARDIS, we are not... Speak for yourself. we well, you write about
1: superheroes? Speak for yourself. I consider myself to be I better. consider you to be a superhero. Okay. And with that useless banter out, uh, out of the sometimes way... Sometimes I just use the phrase internet celebrity,
0: which seems kind of weird. We are minor internet celebrities. We do have a following of sorts, don't we? Well, hopefully we'll find out how big a following, because I did ask Mike to send us dated stats, so oh, okay. hopefully we'll see if we've grown past... Eleven thousand, which was our last float. Eleven thousand. Eleven thousand. And twenty of them actually thought enough of us to donate to charity.
1: This kind of rambling, <laughs> nonsensical intro is our way of leading into another .5 episode. If you've been following us in recent months, you will know that a .5 episode is episode that it really doesn't have a topic, it doesn't really have a theme, but it is an episode that Tom and I do on subjects that we've talked about, we feel should be discussed, but isn't really time-sensitive that we can... We kind play. of bank them in case yeah. something
0: happens in life, which frequently happens, happening more and more, has Derek is already a bit of a literary personages. And I'm becoming a literary percentage.
1: Yeah, and we do have lives yeah. outside of doing better in the dark. And also, right now, this is being done on Wednesday, May twenty third, 2012. Yeah. And we're going into the summer season. And, of right. course, neither Tom and I want to be stuck in the basement. How many years have you and I said
0: to go out, we need to go to a Cyclones game? And we never do. Yeah, we want to do things before we started. Better in the dark. You know, we've each other going on what thirteen years now. We've known each other a long time. time. Now. <laughs> yeah. There was a time when we used to do things other than sit in the basement and entertain you people. Yeah, and something that we talked about at the beginning of the year, we're talking about some of the other things that might come up, and we will give you plenty of time when those changes happen. But one of the things we talked about was that we
1: kind of missed doing things together that friends are supposed to do. Right. And occasionally things come up. Yeah. Like for instance, Tom he had to go cat mm-hmm. for his mother last weekend. And the before that I had the, the super show. Right. So see Tom had things we, we couldn't
0: get we together got, we couldn't get together to record. Well, yeah, this is the beginning of convention season. I'm gonna be promoting a book. Derek's gonna be promoting a book. Right. We might be going to these shows
1: to talk our wares. Right. And so, also, I have, like this is today, Tom was here, because I not only live in a building, I manage it as well, because right. I have tenants. And one of my tenants, who just recently had a baby, he informed me that he's going to need mm-hmm. child poop guards. So, see, I have to arrange for that. Now, let's say it happens on a Friday. Well, that means me and Tom can't record on a Friday, because i got to be there to supervise the work. So this is just a long roundabout way of saying that these .5 episodes are a way to not deprive you of better right. and drunk goodness, While but... we're
0: all doing what we have to do. Right.
1: So these are episodes, this is on the May 23rd, sure. but there's really no telling when you're going to hear this, because Tom's going to drop it. It, it may, may it be, be this
0: coming Thursday, because I've already informed Mike that there is going to be a .5. Oh, okay. So it, see, it could be this Thursday, or it could be the next, it depends upon what, how this works out. This one is inspired by the fact that the upfronts were last week. Right. For the 2012 season. And a couple of things occurred. I always thought that one year we should do a whole episode about the upfronts, discuss what they are and how they impact. Well, for those I'm who sorry. don't know, just give us a thumbnail of okay. what the upfronts are. The upfronts are when each of the major broadcast networks invite their major advertisers and clients to a central place. For the longest time, I think, I don't know if it's still taking place, and NBC used to have them in the City music hall. They announce their new schedule. They show previews of the new shows. They usually have some celebrities come on to hawk other shows. Right. And otherwise, try to convince their major advertisers you still want to advertise <laughs> with us. This show won't suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We have the monkey from The Hangover. (laughs) This is an actual show, by the way, that NBC has given the green light to. Their big selling point is we have the
1: monkey from The Hangover. Hey, remember years and years ago, a lot of y'all might not remember who this is, but Tom goes, remember that they was going to get Spud McKenzie a TV show? Yeah. A variety show? Uh, I know the FCC said, oh, wait a minute. can't Have a a mascot for a beer company hosting a family variety show. Yeah. The SpongeBob McKenzie show. I ought to watch that yeah. shit. I'll be honest with you. Just to see how they were gonna have so It was go- basically a
0: big dog and pony show trying yeah. to convince people to keep your money with us. And a couple of developments during these upfronts interested Derek and I, so we figured we were gonna briefly talk about them today at this point five. Starting with the fact that community got renewed
1: for a thirteen episode commitment. However, Don Harmon was not. Yeah. The creator and the showrunner. Yeah. Around. He was fired. He was unceremonious. In his words, he claims that he didn't know he was going to be mm-hmm. fired. But for those of you who are Rabbit community fans like me, if you watched the season ending of the show, to me it felt really more like a series finale, the way that they ended it, more than just a season finale. Yeah, the beginning of the season start out with a, a musical number about how they're not going to be weird anymore. Yeah. And then they proceeded yeah. to be weird. And they proceeded to be weird, yeah. But Community is one of those shows that really snuck up on people because most people were ignoring it. I pride myself on the fact that I watched it from day one mm-hmm. and I liked it because it wasn't like anything else that I had seen and I got to characters. Okay, this is when most people discovered the show, when they did the paintball episode. Okay. Okay. When they did the scene where it was this massive paintball fight that was going on, and it turned into an apocalyptic Mad Max type of warfare. And there's an episode everyone tells me that I should try to see, because I haven't seen any of this, but there's one say they say where they did sliding doors. Yeah, it's one where they're playing some type of board game. The character of Abed, who is the meta character in this, he's a character that's aware that they are in a TV show. Everybody else doesn't know, but Abed is the one, him and his best friend, Have this room that's in their apartment that's called the Dreamatorium. And they go in there and they pretend to be inspected in space time, which is a school for Dr. Right. But he's the character that's aware that they are in a TV show. So, him and other characters are playing this board game. And he remarks on the fact that every time that you roll the dice, you're creating alternate reality. So, each one of the characters rolls the dice, and as they roll the dice, then we see a different alternate reality. So, yeah, that's the episode that they talk about. It was very well done. Community is one of those shows that very rarely, even if it's an episode that's not so hot, like they just recently did one that just starred Giancarlo Esposito. Who's going to be in Revolution? Is that the new J.J. Abrams show? Yes, the one where there's no electricity and it's like yeah. post-apocalyptic, yeah. They did one, and the whole show was done as one of those old-style 18-bit video games. Yeah. Yeah, so they did that episode. I really wasn't crazy about it because I really wasn't crazy about 18-bit video games, mm-hmm. but I do appreciate the innovation of doing yeah. something like that. Frequently, community they did one episode that was terrific where it was a skin burn Civil War. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> where... One part of the school was building a pillow fort, and the other part was building... Yeah, right, yeah. It was a wonderfully done episode.
0: We're bringing this up because Derek and I have been talking about the idea of audience expectations. Both of us kind of feel that the audience has now become more and more convinced that the show is more for them than for anybody else. hmm That if a show is about to be canceled, they can't be canceled. Because there was a big uproar when the rumors started that the community was going to be canceled. Yeah. And there was the whole internet, six seasons in a movie,
1: which I think is a joke that he makes at the the behest of the cape. Well, at the end of this episode that I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, that felt like the finale. Yeah. That's what happened. At the end, Albert goes into his... Dreamatorium. Right. He's torn down the main dreamatorium. Right. But he's built a smaller one out of a cardboard box. Mm -hmm. And he goes into it, and the screen goes white. And then you see a hashtag six seasons, and a movie. That's why I said it feels to me more like a finale than anything else. And for the first time we hear the entire theme song, and we see the various characters doing things and they get what they want. Like one of the characters, Shirley, she wanted to open up her own sandwich shop, and she did that. And one of the other characters, Jeff, he's going to get in touch with his father. And like I said, it was a lot of things. I said, damn, this feels like a series is ending. Well, frequently
0: you have people who don't know if their seasons are ending or not. Try ending so that the series is over, at least. Mm-hmm. People are satisfied. I had suspended it for a while. I was doing Veronica Mars. Right. My fan base of Damien Rezimir Eyes requested it. And we got to the end of season one. And I mentioned that there was a definite sense that this was a final episode because, in Rob Thomas' mind, this was before the renewal had come. He thought this was going to be the end. So he wrapped everything up in a neat little bow Mm -hmm. and just was ready to just accept that he was going to be looking for a new job, but then it became the lowest-rated show ever to be renewed for a second season. And he
1: had to think of more stuff. I think, especially now, people just don't know how to learn how to let go of a show. Okay, because... We still have people complaining about why can't they bring back Firefly. Firefly is dead and gone, folks. Get over it. And I'm speaking as a major right. Firefly fan. I love Firefly. Nathan Fillion has his own series that he's making money off of. Yeah. need Firefly. Much as we would like to have it back, it's not coming back. People just have to learn to let go it, people. It That's all I got to, to say. It probably didn't help that Arrested Development got that renewal of life recently. Well, yeah. I really don't care one way or another because I was never a Arrested Development fan. I really couldn't see. People were telling me, "Oh, this is brilliant! You got to watch it. It's the funniest thing you'll ever see." And I saw that I'm sitting there. I think I must have watched four or five episodes. Right. I did not laugh once. I could not see what was so funny. And to the be
0: show. fair, it's easier to bring back
1: a half-hour TV show sitcom, right, than an hour-long science fiction drama where you have to have special effects, especially with special effects guys. Everybody's off doing other jobs now. So, therefore, you would either have to put together a completely new special effects. You, All of the other actors, Nathan Fillion, why would he come back? He's right. riding Howard Castle. I don't know what the rest of the other cast is doing. Well, Summer Glow had not one but two series
0: Yeah, go belly up on her right. since then. She had Terminator Chronicles, and then she
1: had The Cape go belly up on her. You yeah. have to think, why would they come back to this? Because after a while, I don't care how much you love a project. Uh, how much you want to get back to it, some of that fire goes out. And it's hard to pick it up again. It's like trying to pick up a romance that you left 10, 15 years ago. Even though you may still go through the motions, that same spark still isn't there. And also the cast of Arrested Development. I mean, let's face it, except for Will Arnett, what's the rest of them really doing? I mean, come on, it's not like they're all... Although David Cross did have a show on IFC that I thought was really funny. Now, that was funny. But coming back... To community for a second. Yeah. The big thing is
0: the person who fingerprints have been on the show for as many seasons as it's been on. It's no longer going to be there. Right. The speculation is that Sony somehow intervened because Sony likes having their shows run 100 episodes.
1: So they well, of course. That's across. a magic number.
0: And I think that they kind of persuaded NBC to give them that 13 episodes. And then we're going to get a new showrunner. And we're going to make it less weird so maybe more people want to watch it. Right. Question is, are these fans going to be living in interesting times because they get exactly what they wish for, but it's not what they wanted? You and I have a recent experience of what happened when a showrunner got fired.
1: Well, yeah, see, and I was trying yeah. to wrap my brain around it how I was going to put this because everybody knows us and they know we've been ranting and raving about this the longest time, but yeah. it's still a fresh open wound to mm-hmm. me how badly the human target got jerked around. The human target just didn't get jerked around, it got shanked yeah. in the shower, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Earned. They shook the baby with that one Really, because in an effort to make the show more accessible Because they said, well, we have to get more women watching the show yeah. And we have to appeal to the 18 to 34 Because they found out that the audience for the human target Was slightly a bit right. higher in age Our age Guys who remember the old men well, We have, have money the, uh, We can spend it the, the guys who remember the old action-adventure yeah. s- series From the 60s yeah. and the 70s Which is what the human target was a throwback to Like the Cat right <laughs> <laughs> It was like our unofficial mascot. On yeah, this show. I mean, they weren't happy with that. Matter of fact, there was a show that got perfectly good ratings, got canceled because there weren't enough young people watching yeah. it. Harry's Law. Harry's Law was canceled, not because of the ratings. The ratings were fine, but they were not happy with the demographics. They said, we don't have enough young people watching. This. You're honestly telling me that you're going to cancel a show that is doing well and people are watching it. And yet, it.
0: you know what got renewed, which
1: still, God stops me.
0: Smash got renewed. God, right, Don't you like Smash? Oh, I love Smash because it's a dumb, stupid, idiotic show, okay. but it had really bad ratings, so I was accepting the fact that I was only going to have this 13 hours of Catherine McPhee in different states of undress and utter
1: stupidity that I can enjoy over and over and over again. Well, look at the other talent that's attached to it. I mean, I'm never, never watching messing, but yeah. it, but Deborah Messing and Yeah. Now, I'm sorry. Forgive me. It looks like a frog right now. Yeah, she has an aged well. Yeah, Deborah Messing is somebody who's been consistently working on TV, yeah. and she's somebody that a lot of people like. Yeah, Angelica Eustace, Steven Spielberg is any one of the executive producers. Okay, these are people that you don't want to piss off. You're going to say, okay, the ratings aren't where we want them to be. Let's give the show another season. So this way, when they do cancel in the second season, yeah. nobody can say they didn't give it a try. Oh, yeah, this goes back to something you and I were talking about, about Josh not mm-hmm. The Dollhouse incident. You didn't like Dollhouse. I
0: watched Dollhouse, to like the middle of the second season, Never quite cared for it that much. But the thing was, I convinced that the reason they renewed it for a second season was so that they would be able to say, look,
1: we gave you
0: your chance. Right. You didn't watch it.
1: Right. They didn't want the firefly yeah. backlash that they had yeah, again. exactly. They did. So they renewed it even though they were losing money and the ratings wasn't that good. Exactly for the reason you said, so they could say, hey, we gave you a second season to watch. Don't blame us. You didn't yeah. watch the show.
0: The other thing, I guess, about
1: Smash that maybe, Tipped into its favor,
0: mm-hmm. why it got renewed, whereas law didn't, was that it has a soundtrack. Every like episode, Glee. yeah, every episode has a musical number. They did release a soundtrack at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well it's been doing. They've got the prospect of taking that musical bombshell now, mm-hmm. you know, *The Life of Marilyn Monroe*, and putting it on the road. Yeah, there's a lot of ancillary merchandise that they've been able to find. That they can do through. Although they're apparently saying that rather than do like a new story for the next season, they're going to go and they're taking it to Broadway. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be about the show being on Broadway. Really, the story is over. Thing is in previews.
1: Your main character is now the star. Ooh. And see me puzzles. Where can they me? go from there that? well, Right That's what always puzzles me About shows like that Glee for instance Yeah Now Glee Last night That graduation uh-huh. episode So what are you going to do With the show now Are you going to follow The same cast As they go right. to Try to become professionals Well then it's not The same show no, It's is not it? Glee It's not Glee Right Ideally What they should do Is just bring in A whole new, new. set again Like they did in The old fame series Thank you but see, they weren't scared to do that in yeah. fame. What they should have did in this last season that we just have. had, they should have slowly introduced new characters that would have taken over, mm-hmm. and we could have got, maybe we could have had one or two characters stay on as teachers yeah. or senior counselors. My contention, though, is always that with Smash, since part of the selling point of
0: Smash is, is Broadway. Right. It's the life in the theater. Mm-hmm. Is that what they should have done is Catherine McPhee's character's, story is over. Remember that the early parts of the show, there was like Catherine McPhee and there was Megan Hilty. I've never
1: seen it. There was Ivy so
0: and whatever the Catherine McPhee I was just going think about her as McPhee because okay. I think Catherine McPhee is now McPhee had got the role so let's follow Ivy for season two as she tries to find her way to one of the other big break. But apparently Ivy commits suicide at the end of the, of the, the finale so We don't even have that anymore. So it's just going to be like, hey, we're going to Broadway with
1: Bombshell. Where are you going to go from there? Really? I don't know. But we'll find out. Shows like that, that's got those great concepts. And I look at them, I said, what are you going to do with it? It's like Alcatraz. I heard about the premise for that. Okay, all these criminals disappeared, and they're going to come back, and then they're going to chase down these criminals. Okay, but what happens after that? And apparently, I wasn't the only one because Dr. Trans got canceled. I watched it to the bitter end. Same thing with *The Wake*, which *Wake* also got canceled. Mm-hmm.
0: Although, I can't say I'm not surprised. Not because it wasn't a good show. As we discussed in mm. uh, an earlier episode, it was a really well-written show. But it was so dour. Necessarily, by the nature of the, the subject matter, it was a very...
1: Well, the guy's wife and kid got yeah, yeah,
0: killed uh, down the right. show. Yeah, yeah.
1: So... I can understand why people
0: weren't willing to deal with an hour of depression. Well-written depression, but depression all the same. Another thing in the upfronts that interested us was the announcement from CBS of the show called Vegas.
1: Ah, yes. CBS.
0: CBS's whole new lineup is intriguing for various annoying reasons. Like Elementary, and what's the name of that show with Janet Montgomery? The boil on the face of, of the Human Target season two, the one where she plays the Jersey lawyer who's showing up the New York lawyers.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I yeah. can't think of the name. But of, the two that, I kind of I think that we it. really
0: uh, want to talk about here are is Elementary and Vegas. Now, Vegas is a
1: period set soap opera, I'm assuming. No, Vegas is what I'm understanding is that it's a crime show about a rodeo star turned Bounty Hunter. But it's set in period. period. Right, that's set in 1960s Vegas. Now, here's my thing. I'm a CBS executive, and here you are, Tom. You come into my office. Mr. Ferguson, okay. I I got this terrific idea. Go ahead, pitch it to me. Rodeo clown, Bounty Hunter, set in Vegas in 1960s. Why in the world, after Playboy Club bounced after three episodes and Pan Am didn't last a season, would I invest in a period drama? Third time's the charm. <laughs> <laughs> you got a career in this, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, the Playboy Club didn't even last three goddamn episodes. Pan Am barely struggled through one season. And who is CBS that we ought
0: to do Because a they're still looking at Mad Men and want Mad Men money. This is something you and I have talked about. One of the reasons why Mad Men works is that it's using its setting not only to comment on the time it's set in, the 1960s, mm. but also to kind of comment on our time right now. If you look back at the history of TV, most period dramas, M.A.S.H., Right. MASH commented on life in the 50s, mm. but also was very, very much aware that there were direct parallels between what they were doing there and what was going on right now in the 70s in the wake of Vietnam.
1: Right, exactly. MASH came in at the perfect time. We had just got out of Vietnam, yes. and a lot of the themes that they touched on were still what relevant. Are right,
0: shows of all time? Crime story. Crime story. Took its period... And use it as a contrast between what was going on in terms of the way that justice is carried out in the modern age in 1984
1: by contrasting with what was going on in 1960. Because back then, we didn't have Miranda. Right. And back then, the cops could play just as dirty as the crooks. There was no no Right, exactly.
0: So what I think is the problem here is that you have these broadcast networks wanting to do cable stuff. This is something that we were also talking about when we were talking briefly about the V in Apartment 23, where they want to do cable stuff, but they don't want to go that extra mile. Which is funny, because if you remember, when Cable started doing original programming, they were trying to do what broadcast television was doing. Mm-hmm. Well, what can we do? We can, we can show boobies.
1: Like, dream on. And dream we can uh, dream on, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can show boobies, and we can cuss.
0: Yeah. that not know if it's going to work out.
1: Now, an example of a show that's set in period, but yeah. again, it's a Cable show. Recently, Patricia and I, we got stars. We right. got it for free for three months, because DirecTV screwed up on our bill. And every time they screw up on our building. So I oh, will just give you three, three yeah. months with it. So I've been watching this show called Magic City, which oh, stars our Ch- guy Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Right.
0: It's set in Miami when Miami, Miami was first becoming right. a
1: hot spot. Right. It's set right during the fall of the Batista regime when all the Cubans were coming over and right. the whole ethnic landscape of it was changing. And yes. it's set during the Kennedy era. And we've got the cars and we've got the clothes and we've got everything. But it's an authentic period drama. Because the characters are accurately reflecting what those people that lived at that time felt. And you feel that it's not just a gimmick. You right. feel that this is an actual drama being told. And I would recommend Magic City, Texas. not only because of Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who mm-hmm. both you and I think is right. a badass. But it's an accurate crime series set in the period. And right. when you watch it, you know why it's set in that period. Mm-hmm. Because of the changing political and ethnic culture of Miami. Because up until then, it was just a place for... Excuse me, my Jewish friends. Four old Jews to go to die. Right. But at that time, the mob was moving in big time. They were raising up casinos. They had just got kicked out of Cuba because now Castro right. was over. So you got all of that going on. It's not just like Pan Am. And I told you why Pan Am right. pissed me off. When I saw a pilot episode, you have that scene where the four stewardesses, Christina right. Ricci and the four of them, they're doing the slow walk through the airport yeah. to their thing. And what is playing? Not Fly With Me, which does have something to yes. do about airlines. No, it's Mac the Knife, a song about serial not killers. Not Fly Me to the Moon. Right. Not one of any number of songs. Of songs that, that have movement. something to do with flight. It's map the Knife. What does a song about a serial killer have to do with Pan Am? But it's 60s, man. It's right. 60s. Somebody just threw it in there because they said, well, it's a 60s song. It's appropriate to that right. period. Yes, it may be appropriate to the period, but it's not appropriate to the characters right. or the setting or the story you're trying to tell you dummy. See, I'm wondering when we're going to get our first medieval set
0: fantasy series from a broadcast network.
1: Yeah, with Game of Thrones, well, so yeah, so, yeah, so yeah we with Game, Game of Thrones. Game of
0: Thrones is right now. Yeah. I'm wondering when they're going to start falling on that sword. Yeah, Because it's <laughs> a matter of time. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, but once right. again, the thing about Game of Thrones is, first off, it's based on a series of novels that have a really big fan base. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it's way over the top violent. Right.
1: It's gross violence. And sex. There was no way they're going to do that on there because you got a brother and sisters regularly banging yeah. each other. And they show the graphic detail. You say, whoa, you're never going to see that on any network. as we've got to a broadcast
0: show kind of approximating a cable. Setup mm-hmm. is don't trust the be in apartment twenty three right now. Yeah, which is why I'm convinced that the pilot was originally shot for a cable network. Mm-hmm. You had Chloe, the, the Christian Ritter character, mm-hmm. actually had a nude scene. Was actually walking yeah. around nude mm-hmm. it, they, that they of course speckled out a bit. Right, but you know that
1: if this was on cable F- or FX or something, right? But that's what I thought when I saw it. I said, but well, this is like something that would be on FX yeah. or like Comedy Central when Comedy Central was actually
0: yeah, had they, comedy. When they had the balls enough to do something offence, it seems like the, the creators
1: are just going out of their way to offend people on that show. And I love it. It's a hilarious show. It, it's a great lead to modern family. The thing that kind of fascinates me, and I've said
0: this before, is that you, you get the impression that Chloe genuinely likes June. Positive are too far. Yeah, th- yeah, thank yeah, you. too far. I, I know what you mean. And, she, and her face is just too narrow to support those features. Mm-hmm. But she genuinely likes, June, but she does not have the social skills whatsoever mm-hmm. to be a friend to anybody. But right. Let alone uh, this naive, out at sea, pick girl <laughs> with two wide eyes and a two narrow face. But it's funny, it works. And James Vanderby, if he doesn't win an Emmy. You let know, em- babies congest. Vanderbilt! If he doesn't win an Emmy, I swear Emmy, to God, Emmy. that first episode when they showed the energy drink commercial, uh-huh. that he did. Even after the show was over, the next show started, it was revenge. Emily Vandekamp is shooting somebody. Mm-hmm. I was too busy laughing. I was. Yeah, yeah. Last thing we want to talk about uh, that was brought up by the uh, front. I guess. Elementary. Um, Otherwise known, the lawsuit that's waiting to happen. I am
1: not going to watch it. Oh, neither am I. I'm not even going to be Neither am I. And that's, but I said it before and I said it again. I give CBS credit for having the ball. <laughs> yes. Not for the ball to put it on the air. Yeah. But for the balls to say, no, 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 it's got nothing to do with the BBC show. What? No. Well, yes, it's Sherlock Holmes in modern yeah. times, but Watson is a chick. An Asian chick at that. And you know the only reason why they did that? They did that for two reasons. Yeah. To distance themselves from the eventual lawsuit mm-hmm. when BBC America says this is too much like our thing. And also because of the damn demographics. They're going to say, well, we have to get women to watch the show. How can we get women to watch the show? I don't know, maybe you put two hot men on there? I don't understand why studios think that the way to get women to watch a show is to put more women on there. I have no idea. The thing that I think is unintentionally hilarious about this is
0: that, let's be absolutely honest here. We know that CBS, when Stephen Moffat was over here in New York Mm -hmm. to do shoots, had meetings with him. CBS executives asked him to sit down to discuss the idea of doing an American version of Sherlock here for CBS. And Moffat had their meetings and talked and talked and talked, and then CBS said, "No, nah, we're not going to do this. Next week, guess what we're going to be
1: doing? Elementary. Ele- elementary.
0: With a hot Asian
1: chick. But no, it's got nothing to do with BBC's America. Yeah, okay, pull the other one. But it just speaks again to the creative bankruptcy of network television as a whole. Let's face it, they're scrambling around like crazy because all the various CSIs, the criminal minds and all... Well, they had our first CSI casualty. They've run their course. They're on the way, I think... okay, let's be honest here. The only law
0: and order that's left on the air is the one that I hate the most. The one that brings you in with, hey, look, sexy stories. Well, yeah. And then goes, shame on you for being
1: interested in sexy stories. What, It's for you? Yeah. Well, you might as well get used to that. You know when they're going to take that off? And I'm going to tell you um, when Mariska Hargitay gets tired of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as she says she'll do it, they're going to leave SVU. SVU will run 20 years as long as Mariska Hargitay keeps signing that contract and says, yeah, I'll do another year. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. We did get our first CSI casualty in CSI
0: Miami.
1: Yeah. Which, admittedly, was always the weakest of the franchise. That was always the redheaded stepchild. Quite literally. literally. (laughs) The ratings are going down on all of them. CSI New York is... Probably going to be the next one, because Gary Sinise is tired yeah. of doing it. All those types of shows. Well, they tried CSI and Criminal Minds, and it didn't work mm-hmm.
0: by giving it its own spin-off show with Forrest Whitaker and yeah, uh, Janine and, Jim, or, and
1: that lasted,
0: what, like three weeks? Yeah, they've been successful with CSI and NCIS, and they've got that kind of weird connection with Hawaii Five O now, yeah. where they're having characters go back and
1: forth. Well, I can see NCIS, NCIS, Los Angeles lasting a yeah. little bit more, because it's more going back. Especially NCIS Los Angeles more well to the traditional '70s type of action right. adventure. I gotta be honest show. with you, I'm surprised that they didn't do a CSI
0: Los Angeles, because you think of all. Yeah, I think because you think of all the stuff that they could have gotten involved with in Los Angeles. You got Hollywood, you got Beverly Hills. The great thing about Los Angeles as a setting, and it's like I've always Well, they said,
1: don't do it. So it's, it's, that's the one with LL Cool J and the, No, 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 no. A CSI,
0: not. NCI. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. The thing I always said when people ask me, why did I write West Coast Avengers, Mm -hmm. even though I've never been to Los Angeles? Mm -hmm. The great thing about Los Angeles is it's not so much a city as a bunch of smaller cities that just decided to cull together for war. Mm -hmm. Each different neighborhood is entirely different flavor. Mm -hmm. And there was so much interesting things you could have done with the CSI. Well, that's why so
1: many cop shows and cop movies are set in Los Angeles. Maybe the reason why
0: CSI Miami isn't running as long as CSI or CSI New York is because there's a sameness mm-hmm. type of stories you can do over there. This isn't about C.S. This is about elementary.
1: Yeah. Fuck you, CBS. I'm not interested in the show. People say, oh, well, you can't do that. You have to at least give it a chance. No, I don't. My time is very precious to yeah. me, and I don't see any reason. Why? Why? And I like Lucy Liu, but I yeah. don't want to see her in this. Now, you saw a season two, Sherlock. Sure. I haven't seen okay, How so to Bat- the I Okay, not you the seen, Scandal I, of Bohemian, in, Yeah, uh, I've seen Scandal and I haven't yeah. seen How to the Basketball.
0: There's a little bit of wear on those tires. The one that you saw is probably the most entertaining of the three. Right. The third one brings back, I mean, really brings back the Moriarty character. I can't Mm -hmm. I hate the character. So the question is, how are they going to get 22 episodes out of that when Stephen Moffat, who I have to assume is a much better creator than the person that got assigned to
1: this one, couldn't get six episodes out of his. That's the danger of doing something like that. Where do you go in the gimmick where it's off? See, maybe they should have been better off saying, okay, let's take the best, half dozen Sherlock Holmes stories, and we'll update them, and we'll just be yeah. and make two hour movies out of them, and we'll be happy with But that. they don't
0: want to do that because they want syndication money. They want the syndication they want money, they back. want
1: the DVD money, they want all, yeah.
0: And the funny True. thing is, is that we've had an eight seasons of a character who was Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Gregory House.
1: Well, not only that, but yeah. also in the other. Well, you don't like War and Order. Yeah, okay. The one with oh, the D'Onofrio. That was a modern-day Sherlock Holmes with a female Watson. Right. But, yeah, we had House. That was Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. First of all, I look at the new shows that they got coming yeah. up. And, again, like this last season, and we did a whole episode about how boring this last season was. There was nothing out there that grabbed me by the throat and said, yeah. listen, you got to watch me. And I don't anticipate anything doing I'm going to watch Vegas because it's got Dennis, Dennis Quaid and yeah, Michael okay. Chickler. Yes. and I'm going to watch anything those guys are in but outside of that if it wasn't for the fact that they weren't doing it I probably wouldn't be watching it because I'm tired of them trying to yeah. do these period dramas and they can't do it right mm-hmm. because they're not willing to put the effort into it to make it work the way that right. it should work you can't do the stuff like the smoking and the drinking right. and the sex and the promiscuous sexual behavior and the political incorrectness. Network TV can't do that Yeah,
0: if you want to see a way of doing a period drama with the Saxons,
1: with the Garrets, in the and the promiscuity. They got Crime Story. Yeah, go get the box set of the Crime Story. Watch Mad Men. Even though I will tell you that Mad Men it, it, it's a slog to watch to because the stories go as slow as shit. But I gotta admit, when it comes to period detail, they get it right. Yeah. And more important, the attitude. This other sh- show I'm talking about, Magic City, they get it right. They got the violence, they got the sex, they got the political angle, they got things that they couldn't deal with in network, but they could do it on cable, and they get it right. When they get it right, they get it right. But network TV is not the place for period. And and please, anyone out there who's thinking
0: about trying to pitch to a broadcast television network a medieval set fantasy,
1: don't. You remember years ago, there was that boom when we had the big sword and sorcery boom that was yeah. in the theaters. We had the Conan movies. We had the sword and the sorcerer, and we had all of those. And they tried to do it. They had what? Heath Ledger TV yeah. show, Roar. They had the one with the guy that played King Arthur in Excalibur. He had one. That was the one where you had the sorceress who was getting visions
0: of the modern day?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And we had that, that. we had the one with what was it, Black Water or Black Something. Yeah. But I forget what it was, but it was another minute. But we haven't had one since then. Because again, to do a show like that properly, it takes what? Money. And if you notice, ever since Star Trek left, what is it that we have not had? Money. No we have not had Space based science fiction yeah. show All science fiction shows Where they've been set yeah. On earth in right. modern right. times Right Because we don't have to Spend money on special effects On spaceships And stuff yeah. like that Which is kind of ironic Because now that you got CGI And you can do it right. Nobody wants to do it now Maybe that's something We should think about You got stuff like Falling Skies Which is what yeah. Yeah. Alien invasion, But it's set on earth I'm so sick of alien invasion stories. Oh, oh man, man. Yeah. I don't want to see Another alien invasion story As long as I live Right I don't want to see another one. I was sick of it. I was sick of the alien invasion stories going back to Independence Day, right. which I still. Well, hell, one of the reasons I decided
0: before I even got to see uh, the first piece of footage that I was not going to see Battleship, mm-hmm. even though I'm a great admirer of Peter Burke, was knowing that it was going to be an alien invasion story. Right. Like, wait a minute. Okay, if you're going to do a thing based on Battleship, you could do a war set naval adventure. Right. You have fun. Just go Battleship. Yeah. But no, it had to be
1: an alien invasion. That's what I would have did. I would have done it as a World War II naval adventure, yeah. with battleships having to duel it yeah. out and not knowing where... That's what I would have did. Why did it have to be an alien invasion movie? Because it's not cool without aliens.
0: So, those are our impressions on some of the things that came out of the... The <laughs> upfronts! <laughs> Thank you,
1: the upfront. Quite frankly, some of the stuff has made us want to upchuck. we want to upchuck. Yeah. Because i tell you right now, I don't have much hope for this season coming up, but then again, I'm not a network guy, so what do I know? There are some shows that are still on. I have no idea, for instance, why Rules of Engagement is still on. That show is absolutely worthless except for Patrick Warburton, and why he's on there. Because Because it's an easy play setter
0: between Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men. Yeah, that's all. Two and
1: a Half Men, I have no idea why that's still on because... The smart. Because
0: it still makes the
1: flyover people feel good about staying flyover people. The smart move would have been to call it a day. Give John Cryer... That guy just can't get a break when it comes to TV series. Remember the famous Teddy yep. Z? Guy, yeah, I like very much. Yeah, well, everybody liked it. The guys that work at the, the damn network said, why do we ever cancel that anyway? They don't even remember why they canceled it. So to sum
0: up, don't do period pieces, broadcast television. You audience people, stop demanding stuff when it's way past its sell date, because you're about to find out with community what true misery really is. Absolutely. And fuck you, CBS.
1: Well, that was a little bit gratuitous, but I concur. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, until next time, transmission ends. We'll see you in about two weeks. Tenfold.
1: God bless. Good night.
0: This has been your Better in the Dark Point 0.5 featuring Thomas D.J. and Derek Ferguson. Normal service will return in two weeks. If you'd like to comment on this or any other episode of the program, please send an email to Better in the Dark at earth2.net. That's better in the Dark at earth-2.net. If you feel this stopgap is not sufficient, please visit the Better in the Dark Central site at www.betterinthedarksite.com and don't forget to check out all the amazing music available at www.beehive.com. Better in the Dark Point five is a conspiracy productions presentation in association with the Earth2.net community of podcasts. All material copyright, Thomas E. J. and Derek Ferguson. Transmission ends in 3, 2, 1.
1: So lame. You say you're becoming a better person, but I still feel the same. It's a new, it's a new, new version of you. It's a new, it's a new, new version of you. It's a new, it's a new, new
0: version of you. There's one thing I'd like to do, and that's kill the...